You are now tuned in to the Essential Roundtable podcast. Listen as fraternity brothers Madrian and Joe discuss various topics pertaining to life with the intent to promote self-improvement in a multitude of aspects. We hope that you're able to find value throughout the show. Enjoy! All right, all right, all right. What's the deal? What's the deal? Welcome back to... Welcome back to another um, episode of the Central Roundtable podcast. Um, this is number three. Um, how's it going, man? What's up with you? It is going, brother. Finally freed from the shackles of law school. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, uh, for for the summer anyway. Um, but I've been all right. I can't complain. I know it's been a minute since the last time we had the chance to talk, so I'm pretty excited to do this today. Um, just because for all the listeners out there, for our listeners, first of all, let's say appreciate y'all for tapping in with us. And thanks to everybody who has been sharing um, our posts on social media and really just supporting us. I mean, it, it really, we really do appreciate it. And I know um, it's hard sometimes to connect and just give thanks, but we definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate all the love we've been getting from the podcast, from the jump. It means the world to us. Um, and especially when you pour your time, effort, and energy into something, you want to see it succeed. So thank you to y'all. And if we haven't had the opportunity to connect with you directly or know you in our direct lives, thank you to you too for listening to our podcast and giving us a shot and a chance, man. Um, but... Yeah, dog. As I was saying, we haven't had a chance because, you know, we've both been busy and I've been trying to wrap up my final semester of my first year of law school and we have made it. We crossed that finish line, man, but whew, barely. I was dragging myself across that road, <laughs> but we definitely made it. A uh, little praise report. I got one of my grades back. I did much better than I expected. So I know I, I shared that with you. And uh, it was great because I didn't even finish that exam. I didn't even finish and I got that grade. So I was like, oh, ran out of time. So, man, I'm good, though. I'm just home um, with my parents right now, head out of town tomorrow, relaxing, trying to enjoy a little bit of break before I get to work at the end of this month for the summer, man. What's going on with you, though? How you been? That's good. I've been okay um, for the most part. I texted you the other day we had spoke, um, Mm -hmm. telling you that, like, things have been been really good for me um just mentally you know what i'm saying um with all the shit that's well excuse my language people all the stuff that's going on um i've just been i i got to a point where i was just like so overwhelmed and i just stopped and said you know what like through all of this i've i've yet to do one thing <laughs> and that one thing was to to surrender it all you know what I'm saying? To, to, to actually like go in prayer, um, go into prayer and say, Lord, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's all yours now. Um, I surrender, I give up, you know what I'm saying? And then like, cause it's always going to come back, you know what I'm saying? So I like to refer back to the prayer, you know what I'm saying? Whenever something else, um, comes up and bothers me. So, um, I've been good. Like I'll, I prayed that prayer, you know what I'm saying? And as soon as something come, you know what I'm saying, to try and attack, try and attack me, I remember, you know what I'm saying, Joe? Yeah. You you just prayed about that the other day. You gave it to God, you know what I'm saying? So it's in his hands, not yours. No need to try and control what you can't control. So just chill out. Um and that and that has been helping me um mm-hmm. mentally for sure. The battle is not yours, it's the Lord. It's the Lord's. Lord's (laughs) Um, But yeah, man, other than than that, everything else has been going. You know what I'm saying? Work is work. Um, All of my other endeavors are still, you know what I'm saying, on the up and up. Um, Been making making some good progress um, in the trading. Creamy Kicks has been slow. Releases have been low. Um, as far as, like, quality, they haven't been releasing much, so I've been kind of chill, chilling with that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, um, for the most part, everything's good, bro. Everything's good. Um, I kind of mentioned something um, about me being overwhelmed, and I guess you could say that kind of brings us into... <laughs> 
today's topic, uh, which is burnout. And I want to start us off with a question that I personally think is gonna um, basically be the, you know what I'm saying, the, the main like point of, of this entire podcast, this, this episode right here, because you can, I feel like everybody will be able to learn so much from, um, from our experience as far as like burnout or whatever. So the question is, when was, when was the first off, when was the last time you experienced burnout? Um, and looking back, where did burnout start? Like, where did it start? Because you, you'll ne- you're never able to tell um, when burnout starts until you get through it and look back like, man, like at this point right here, that's, that's when, that's when shit started going left. <laughs> um, and how are you, what did you, what did you learn? Like looking back on it and how are you able to, to come out of it? Um, that's, that's what I had. Man, I think uh, that's such a loaded question because right. like you, said, you don't know when it really starts. And so I think, honestly, in April, I got kind of burnt out. Um, honestly, when I was going through final exam period and when I was dealing with all that, it, it, but it wasn't as bad as I would say it was when I, when I first experienced it in the first semester that time for me was was really really rough when I was in my first semester of law school man um I say November really like not even November it was like October it was like Mm -hmm. October came bro and I had just been in school for August September it was just like two months like six weeks my feet was barely wet but I um I had just got to this point where I just felt like I was doing so much stuff all the time. You know what I mean? I, I feel like in law school, it's this constant race. Like you wake up, you feel like you're behind in the morning. You feel like you're just going, 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 going all the time. You know what I mean? And it's literally like there is no break. And that's that has been what I have done since I got out of class, I, I don't have an alarm in the mornings. My body naturally wakes up about five, five, really closer to six. Let's be honest, more like 6.30, 6.30 a.m. I wake up, you know what I mean? And so, but in law school, man, it's like I'm on this strict regimen. I have to accomplish all these things, spend this day, and I just never can seem to finish my to-do list. It doesn't matter how hard I try, I can never finish. I can never get all my readers done. I can never get my writing go done on my uh, paper that I have to do. I can never get ahead, you know what I mean? I can't study as much as I want to. And so it just led to this overwhelming feeling of, for me, um, just incompetence. Like I, I, I really felt, you know, I, I've talked about imposter syndrome on my social media platforms before, but I really just felt like, did I make the right decision? You know what I mean? Did, am, I, am I doing the right thing? I, it led, the burnout, me not taking the time and identifying the, what I needed to do to slow down and really just look at situations and say, hey, you're doing too much. This is this this load is too heavy. You need to take a step back. You need to chill out. Because I didn't do that, um, it, it led to me questioning, was I making the right decision with the things that were like dominating my life, like law school? And I just got, I started to feel like, I was not capable of doing law school. You know, and I started to feel like I couldn't accomplish this goal. I couldn't accomplish what I had set out to do because I was just so tired all the time. I was so overwhelmed and I just wasn't understanding. But yeah, I don't know. I can't pinpoint when it started, but um, that was your first question. What was the second part of your question? It was... Um... Like when did it start? And then and what was the how were you how were you able to like come out of it? Oh, coming out of it. I mean, for me, I'm just a person with what I know once I I hit rock bottom once and then it's like, okay, that's it. Not once, but once I get there, I'm not a person that sits in rock bottom. So I, I got there in that moment and I was like, okay, 
it's time to rethink this. So that's when I got real big on planning. You know what I mean? I was trying to, I was pushing. It's, it's big to plan out your days and stuff like that. And so I bought a planner and I started using it. First, I bought this app and I was trying to do it on my phone. I was like, okay, this is not working for me. Let me transition to something different. So then I started planning on my in a notebook. And then I bought an actual planner and I sat down at the morning or the night before and I wrote out my day. What do you have to get done? This is this is this top three things. I pick three things every day that has to get done. I because I realize I can't do everything on the list. I put everything on the list, but if I don't do anything else, them three things are gonna get done in that day. You know what I mean? I built that plan around that. And then after that, I just started uh practicing that daily and it became a daily habit for me. And um it made accomplishing goals much easier. And I got to the point where if I didn't do it, it felt like the day was off. So it got to the point where if I didn't plan out my day, if I didn't get up and hit the gym at six and be out by 7.30 on the way to class, you know what I mean? The day was not going to be a good day because if I slept past that, it's like I don't, I don't miss my time period that I reserve for myself every day. You know what I mean? To really check in and tap in with myself. And I say again, it happened kind of again in April, sort of because I just went through that again, but not to the same effect it's more so I had to restructure my day to where I couldn't devote as much time to the gym because I was up at five o'clock in the morning and studying you know what I mean so right. it was like I had to reallocate some time but I didn't necessarily fall off the wagon it just kind of burnt me out because I was like implementing much more study time than my regular schedule called for because it was final season so that's that's my answer and i'll toss it back to you for right now unless i fucking gotta jump back up in now but yeah um for me um i feel like it started in february like at the beginning of february right after because i about that that course that that stock course i bought (laughs) i want to say i told you like probably like a week after i bought it i don't remember but um that it was just it was just so much uh going into that and this was I feel like this was probably my real uh my first real experience of of burnout for real um so I'm I I get this course this this course is probably like one of my second it is the second like biggest purchase I've ever made like as an adult you know what I'm saying so I'm making a big investment. Um, I'm going in with with heightened expectations, like expectations out of this roof. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to be um, making crazy bread next month. Like, <laughs> all I need is a month to get through it. All I need is like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, just this little bit of time, I put a timeline on it. And I got it, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm going through the curriculum. I'm putting in like countless hours, bro. Like I was, so, so I worked, I worked from like 8.30 to to five and I would get off. I was working out in the morning at the time. I would go to work. I would get off and go straight into that until I went to sleep and I woke up the next morning. I was doing that. I was doing that like for so long, for probably a month straight, to be honest. Um, I was doing it on the weekends. I, I stopped, um, I would I don't really go out that much but during this time I was really like yep anybody who hit me up I'm not hitting them back because I got I got stuff to do you know what I'm saying yeah so I was push I was putting everything off um I had honestly even fell off you know I'm saying a bit with creamy cakes yeah Um, because my my priorities kind of started to shift like I got this new thing I put my all into this new thing and that that just kind of became like the thing number one exactly exactly so um i just i just kind of like sat down one day and was really you know what i'm saying like disappointed because it had been a month and i'm like well this ain't this ain't this ain't paying off you know what i'm saying yeah. so so let me put in some more work <laughs> i started going even harder you know what i'm saying going hard going hard and then around this time 
that's when um, the depression like really started to kick in. You know what I'm saying? Like I shared um, the overeating um, and then just my mentality, just all of that stuff started to shift. Um, I was I was irritable at work. Um, that's I feel like that's when I really started to experience the 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 effect of of burnout because I had been giving myself no time for anything else but the gym work and you know what I'm saying the the trading like I wasn't doing nothing else I wasn't giving myself time to like just relax um, I wasn't doing any planning you know what I'm saying stuff like that like I wasn't I wasn't doing anything but that um so the way like the way that I that, that I came out of that was by because people were even telling me I was even talking to people like yeah um some of my friends out here would call me and invite me places and I'm like yeah I got this thing to do um and they're like man you need to get you some rest and I'm thinking they tripping like I'm like you're tripping you what are you talking about? Who, who are you to tell me I need rest? Like I was really, what? I was really like into work, it. Work, don't stop. Yeah. I was into it until, um, I sat down again and realized like, bro, like it's, it's, it's not, it's not going to, to get better if you don't give yourself some, some rest. And the thing about trading is that it's 80% mental and 20% technical so like what do you mean by that so like 80 percent, 80 percent mental um in the stock market you got you got technical analysis and then you got the mentality of trading um and the mentality of trading or trading um psychology is you know what i'm saying learning how to handle um the pressure of the market the volatility you know what i'm saying that comes with fear of missing out so say if if a company um, it's about to run up and you don't get in in time. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's a specific way that you, um, or there's a specific time that you have to enter a trade. Like the trade must meet certain requirements before you enter. So if I don't enter, then the, the right thing to do would be to wait until that next, you know what I'm saying? Opportunity, but fear of missing out what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and jump in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, that's just one piece, you know what I'm saying? Just fear in general, people, people are scared or people can be scared to just invest, to put their money in. Like there's, it's, it's so much um, that comes caught, with trading. We done caught, uh, when we was trading last year before you started taking that course, we was jumping in some, in some deal we was way jumping, bro. too late. Bro, we was jumping in like, <laughs> like willy nilly, like, oh yeah, we finna get some hundreds, hundreds of dollars. There's no money around. <laughs> but it's but it's a it's a way to trade and um technical analysis is is one thing but because anybody can know like it's easy to pick up like anybody can know how to read a chart mm-hmm. but when you the the my my course instructor said that you find out who you are as a person once you really start to trade in the markets you're going to find out if you're greedy. You're going to find out if you're scary. You know what I'm saying? You're going to find out. You're going to find out all of these things or whatever. So on top of my, um, on top of my, like, just depression from burnout, I'm also experiencing, like, trash trading experiences because of my, because of the burnout pouring into that. Like, I can't even really just focus and make timely trades because I'm burned out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, it overlapped. So, um, all of that was happening, and I was just like, you know what? Like, let me be realistic with myself. Um, I need to really look at this course as a as a real course. You know what I'm saying? Because we didn't go to school. You know what I'm saying? For a week, and then graduate with a bachelor's. You know, like this stuff gonna take time. So I had to like kind of, um be realistic with everything and give myself grace and um, start to be more patient with myself. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's kind of like how I, 
started to come out of it. Um, Cause I had a thing where I, I would feel guilty about giving myself like time to chill. You know what I'm saying? Like if somebody invite me somewhere, I'm like, no. And then if I do go the whole while I'm there, I'm sitting there thinking about what I could be doing. And that's the most toxic thing you can do to yourself because you know what I'm saying? God gave us this life to enjoy it. Like you can work, but if you're not enjoying life, then you're not really just living a fulfilled one. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, I came out, I came out of that just stage of burnout by, by being realistic for real, setting realistic expectations, giving myself grace. Um, Yeah. And just, um, taking my time, being patient with myself and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think that's super, super relevant. I was going to say, um, just about like, we talked, we talked a lot about it in the, I think the first episode, maybe the second, but just enjoying the, the benefits of the work that you're doing. A lot of times too, all what, what you said about the course, let me think about like, yeah, we went to school. You have to not only learn information, but you got to give yourself, I think about like in, a, in a, the sense of law school, right? Like I'm learning information and then I have to give myself time to be able to practice it. You know what I mean? Like they call professions like doctors practice, lawyers practice, you know what I mean? People, physicians, scientists, they all are in a practice because you learn all this information and you acquire all these skills under a set environment, under curriculum, but then you have to practice those skills to get good at them you know what i mean just because you don't come out of school one day the best trained in your no matter where you go if you go to the number one school that teaches you you know trading options or trading that take the best program or for a law or for whatever you don't finish that program as the best in the field you know what i mean you finish that program equipped with the skills to be the best and it just takes time and practice to build that and so I think that's like something applicable to life in general, because I think we we as people have that innate nature to want mm-hmm. to excel immediately, especially if you're like a student who a student, a student, student, someone who enjoys learning. You know what I mean? I think you have the tendency a lot of times to just immediately expect to understand and be able to apply things. But sometimes you just got to wait. You know, like that's something I've learned, something that I guess a lesson law school has taught me, like in my civil procedure class, man, nothing made sense all semester. When I say nothing made sense, like nothing made sense. And then in the 15th week, when I'm reviewing everything we've learned, it was like, uh, my professor describes it as a fuzzy picture that gets clearer as you move towards the end and that's the best analogy i could think of because it started off real unclear like you know i don't know if you ever got fitted for glasses but they ask you like is option one or option two better and it's real fuzzy and they just keep narrowing it down so you get this perfect clear picture mm-hmm. and that's kind of how it is and that's how i think that's how you learn that's how the brain grows because you are trying to get you got the, the information, you get a textbook, you get a, a curriculum, you get information to learn it. And then your instructor's job is to pull you in to make it make sense. Right. And then once you got the picture, you got the tools to do what you want to do to be successful at that point. So I, I think that's applicable to anything you're learning, any new skill you're learning in life. You know what I mean? You got to give yourself grace and time to really practice what you're learning. For sure. You just, that's how, that's how you get better by practice. Practice makes right. perfect. Because if we didn't, if we didn't need practice, if if there wasn't such thing as a process, we'd be living mm. in the perfect world. <laughs> mm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, going off of that, I I had the book we're currently reading. Well, you finished it, right? Um, yeah, I, I've done. I actually I'm trying to start on the workbook um, this week, though. But I did finish the book already. But I start the workbook sometime this week. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, yeah. Set set boundaries. Find peace is the is the name of the book, and um, I had pulled I pulled seven things. Okay. It was more than seven things on there, but seven that I thought were like big, and we we honestly hit them. You know, what I'm saying while we were talking, that lead to burnout. Um, 
the first one is um, not knowing when or how to say no. Um, you want to elaborate? You you want to episode by itself? <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I was about to ask. I was like, you want to elaborate on on each one of these? Because I feel like I feel like these these for yeah. sure these for sure can be we we'll we'll have y'all in here for two hours if we were to go through each one of these. Um, but yeah, that was that's the first one, not knowing when or how to say no. Uh, the second one is prioritizing others over yourself. Um, the third, yeah. <laughs> the third one is um, people pleasing. The fourth uh, one, yeah. The fourth one is superhero syndrome. Um, basically, having a I can do it all mentality, men, mentality, yeah. or um, controlling situations that are that are outside of, you know, what I'm saying your control. Um, setting unreali- unrealistic expectations. Um, that's what I did. Um, doing things that don't make you feel happy. Um, so basically, like doing something that's unfulfilling a lot for a lot of people. That could be their job. Um, you know, what I'm saying just whatever. If if I'm waking up or if I'm doing something every day that's not making me happy, that can be for sure burnout. Like, because over time you just you just you're just mentally drained um and then the the last one is dispensing yourself to people who don't value you or whatever you had to offer that's powerful too I, i'm gonna touch on that one i'm gonna go back first mm-hmm. to know to other people know not only yeah. to say no and people pleasing and prioritizing other people's needs over your own i think all those i think People pleasing, those other two categories are subcategories of people pleasing. I mean, they all kind of are, to be honest, but I think they all fall underneath that. Cause man, I'll tell you, like, no is such a hard thing to say for me. It really, really is. I, I, I struggle telling people no, but it's something that I've had to learn that and I think even in the way that we think about boundaries, right? Boundaries are the way that we, like that book, I call it the Boundary Bible. So I have somebody else call it because it's just so helpful as far as it's understanding that. And I think not having good boundaries with yourself leads to burnout. You know what I mean? Not, ex- right. not expressing good boundaries in relationships and the way that you treat yourself is, is how you get burnt out. And I remember one thing Nedra said in her book was that it's important to like, the to prevent burning out you have to implement like self-care self we, we treat self-care in our society as like a remedy to burnout when it's really like a, it's preventative for burnout you mm-hmm. know what i mean like if you if you implement self-care into your lifestyle and frequently you won't get burnt out you know what i mean like if we look at the situations where both of us described there was an elongated period of time where we were just doing all these things without really implementing our times for ourselves if we would have took a day you know what I mean? Because the <laughs> difference a day would have made between what we were doing and what we were trying to learn. You know, if we took one day and just did something that you wanted to do, whether it just be laying around all day lounging or go and, and do something fun, something to let your brain rest for a day, it just or something to make yourself feel good. You know what I mean? Think about the impact and how much further we can get when we implement self-care as a part of that. And I think to uh, go back to what I was saying about those points you made about telling people no and prioritizing other people's needs over yourself. I think those go hand in hand because a lot of times for me anyways, when it comes to saying no, it's like often people ask me, hey, can you help me do this? Or can you do this for me? Or can we talk about this? Or can we, you know, you got some time to do this. And a lot of times I don't want to come across as someone who, I never want to come across as if I'm being mean or if I'm trying to like, um, put off this persona that I think I'm better than or something like that. Mm. That's, that was something that was like real big and talked about as I was coming up. You know what I mean? Like you don't ever want to make people feel like you they you better than them. And you know what I mean? People right. always said, I guess people always assumed that I thought that about them. So I, I, I made a real intentional effort um, when I was coming up not to make people feel like that. And I think it transformed, it translated into the way I deal with relationships as an adult. 
because a lot of times I find myself in positions or in situations where I'm trying to minimize or make sure that I'm not hurting someone's feelings or, yeah. or even just doing things I really don't want to do for the sake of trying to keep the peace. But whose peace am I really keeping? Because it's chaos going on in my head. Right. Because I'm trying to prevent a relationship or a situation from spiraling out of control just because I don't want to say no. You know what I mean? And I think it, it even goes to like, one thing I really realized reading that book that I don't like, it's like guilt tripping. I don't like being guilt tripped. You know what I mean? I know people who do that. And I had this, this associate um, at law school who would just they would try to guilt to me into doing things a lot of times. And I had to really express like, Hey, I don't, I don't really like when you do that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, it's not comfortable. And, and you trying to convince me to do something by trying to guilt trip me into it, it's not going to increase the likelihood of me doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you saying right. I was, the answer was no, it's still going to be no, you know what I mean? And so, but that's something I had to learn too, because a lot of times I would, bounce back and say okay well I'll do it because of the circumstance you know what I mean so I've definitely learned to stick up more for myself now in that regard because those type of things lead to burnout on my end because I'm I'm pushing and and doing so much for other people that I'm not giving myself the time or the space or holding the space that I need you know to hold for myself because I, I have a heavy load already and so if I'm putting other people's responsibilities on my plate I don't have no time to do what I really want to do so yeah, man, them some some gems. I, I hey, this is not a sponsor ad, but if it could be one, it would be go buy that lady's book. <laughs> Life changing for real, for real, bro. I know Cap, it it has helped me. I recommended it to friends, several friends. I recommended it to Joe, I think. Yeah, I mean, he he put me on. That's that's the only that's the only reason I got the book. I probably wouldn't have found it if man. I've sold that book. I've sold her like six copies of that book. She need to cut me a check. Yeah. <laughs> An ambassador you brand check. Thanks. <laughs> need your Glover. Um the biggest one of, of that seven to me would have to be uh, setting unrealistic expectations. I said that already um with my um with my little story about my recent burnout experience, but I feel like I do that um, just with everything, to be honest. Um, in my relationships, um, you know what I'm saying? Like at, at the job, like it's 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 crazy because like once when you expect something, and, and it's not just like regular expectations, crazy expectations, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff that you can only get fulfillment out of if you communicate it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's another thing, like you have to communicate um, in order to receive whatever it is that you're trying to get out of other people. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I do that a lot. Like I, I'll expect, um, say in a relationship, I'll expect a certain, you know what I'm saying, um, type of treatment, but I don't get that treatment, you know what I'm saying, because I didn't communicate it, but I'm basically causing myself burnout, you know what I'm saying, because I'm not, you know what I'm saying, communicating, but whenever um, I have an interaction with this person, it's always that, but I'm expecting this thing, I'm Mm -hmm. expecting something different, and then it's just a constant, constant, like, battle, it's like, well, (laughs) I'm burnt out now, you know what I'm saying? Because I can't, I can't seem to, to, to shake, you know what I'm saying? Whatever this is. So I, um, I've kind of just started to, to stop expecting so much out of other people and, and really like handle everything that's within and that, um, and by like handling everything within, you know what I'm saying? Just how, just how I react to stuff, like giving other people grace, um, and, for one, like the most important thing is just making sure that I communicate. Um, that's the biggest thing right there. Like, cause if yeah. you don't, if you don't, if you don't, if you don't communicate, communicate it, it ain't a problem. Yep. That's literally what I was about to say. I just told, I was telling a friend, um, one of our line brothers the other day, like uncommunicated 
boundaries are not boundaries they're hostage situations because you're holding somebody to an impossible standard i can never meet a standard i don't know about i can never meet a standard i don't know about and i think a lot of times we do it at least in in my experience so far it's like in intimate relationships like personal relationships like our relationships with our significant other our women you know what i mean or or your man if you listen to it you know the the show but (laughs) (laughs) in our personal relationships and we because i think a lot of times it's a little bit off topic but just about boundaries in general but i think a lot of times bro we as people expect, especially people who know us the best, we expect them mm-hmm. to know without us communicating how we want to be treated. Everything. Right. And that's just not realistic. You know what I mean? Because one, we change. Our boundaries change over time. Something that may have been okay with me when a relationship started may not be okay a year from now. I may they may be okay again three years from now. But if I don't tell you that, how would you ever know? And if I'm mad at you because you haven't done something that I expected you to do, I'm the one in the wrong. You know what I mean? So I think that's huge. Stuff like that leads, like, whenever you just, um, whenever you, like, just experience that for a long period of time, it leads to resentment. Mm -hmm. You'll start to resent somebody. For because something they didn't even know they did. For something they did not know they did. <laughs> I didn't even right. know you was mad at me about that. And you over here pissed. You right. over here got a whole attitude. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell y'all, man, like getting getting just getting out of like the the, the mindset of resentment is is hard mm-hmm. for sure. Um but yeah, setting um unrealistic expectations is for sure something that i'm i'm working on um another thing was that last one um dispensing yourself to people who don't value you or you know what i'm saying what you had to offer and um you know what i'm saying that could be like i feel like in my experience like i try to i try to sometimes like bring um the people up you know what I'm saying? Around me, like, as I learn something new, uh, I try to, you know what I'm saying? Like, share it and whatnot. And a lot of times, um, me personally, it, it it could be, it could be, you know what I'm saying? Just me thinking that way, or um, it could actually be the case. But, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'll, I'll say something about, like, so for example, you know what I'm saying? Podcasts. Um, I listen to certain types of podcasts and stuff. And I send podcasts out to people to make sure, because in my head, I'm like, well, man, like I'm all this information. So everybody, everybody in my circle, they need to know this. Like my friends need to be, you know what I'm saying? Educated in this um, specific, you know what I'm saying? Area or whatever. But a lot of times, um, or what, from what I've experienced is, is that like not, not everybody wants to know everything, <laughs> everything that I know, you know what I'm saying? So I guess, I guess it's not that they're not valuing the information, but it's just not like something that they're interested in. Mm-hmm. So um, I've had to kind of like, you, it makes you feel like, damn, I'm sending you some trying to get you on free game and you ain't right. paying attention. You ain't paying no attention. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, I mean, that is a thing though, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. it's like um, you know, you can't you can't make somebody do something that they don't want to do. You can't enforce it on. I think that goes to like two hours member. I I read something recently, like you can't force somebody you can't make somebody heal when you want them to. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like just because you go on your healing journey don't mean everybody gonna come with you. <laughs> Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's okay because like just because you're going through something, you're acquiring this knowledge, this information, that doesn't mean that everybody will be ready to step right there with you. And sometimes it may be best to keep information to yourself because you make great envy. You know what I mean? And it's hard to see that. My dad was just telling me yesterday, you know what I mean? You can see hate coming from a mile away, but envy will, will lay up next to you in bed and it'll be in your face. It'll talk to you every day and you'll never see it until it's too late. So they already got the knife in you. So sometimes it may be best just to hold on to information and let people ask you about it. Because if folks know that you're doing it, 
you know what I mean? And they're really interested. They'll ask you, hey, can you can you tell me something about this? I'm trying to get into this myself. What you know about this? So right. I definitely feel that. But it's it's just goes back to we can't rush everybody's healing journey. Not even just just healing journey. Healing journey, journey, period. Journey in general. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm I got my own stuff going on over here. You got your own stuff yeah. going on where you at. Um, everybody's journey is different, you know what I'm saying? So just yeah. because I'm I'm out here, you know what I'm saying, learning what I'm learning, um, that's what I took from that, you know what I'm saying? I, sh- I, I, I don't need to be, you know what I'm saying, like... Forcing people to come with me. Yeah, forcing people yeah. to come with me, you know what I'm Everybody saying? Everybody can't come. That's taking, that's taking away from... That's, that's taking energy out of what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I'm and, and everybody can't come anyway, you know what I mean? It's yeah. lonely at the top. So even even the people that you want to come with you sometimes can't. Right. And it's not that it may not be that they don't even want to come. They may not just be where you at. You know what I mean? It may not be you are in a space where they just they ain't got to yet. And I think that sometimes because I, I, I can do that sometimes. So I'm a pusher. And so I've had to take a step back, too, because I feel like sometimes when I've done that, it's created this one out of this expectation that I was always going to do that in relationship. Mm-hmm. I was always going to provide, do all the research, do all the work, do all the knowledge to acquire this new skill and disintegrate the information. Mm-hmm. And secondly, it created this, or uh, conversely, I mean, it created this idea that, oh, you think that you better than me. You know what I mean? So you're trying to, you think you know more than I do. And so it wasn't me trying to share information. It was me having a negative connotation or something negative to say about this person's current position when in, instead mm-hmm. i'm just trying to share what i'm learning so that we can right. move all together but it was taken as me and it was several people taken as me trying to put someone down you know what i mean and so i think it's important to make sure that Sometimes it's just easier to let folks ask. Let them, Google's free. <laughs> let them do it on their own. <laughs> Google is free. So, yeah. yeah. I struggle with that, but yeah, I struggle no more. I can't, I can't keep doing that um, yeah. to myself. You know what I'm saying? I just, I was, I was thinking about that today. I was like, bro, like, you need to stop worrying about everybody else and just focus on what you got going on. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's that's what I do for real. Like I be I really just be trying to make sure that everybody where I'm at, but in reality, it's not gonna it's not gonna ever be like that. And I'm I'm only burning myself out, you know what I'm saying, by trying to make sure that I'm pulling everybody else up with me. And that goes back to what kind of what you were saying earlier about unrealistic expectations. You know what exactly. I mean? So those two things are something that I think that you uh, struggle with a little bit. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I had a couple of, I had some symptoms that I wanted to share. Um, symptoms of burnout. If you're listening to this and wondering, hey, well, am I, am I burned out? Have I been mm-hmm. doing too much? Um, first one is, is loss of motivation. Um, That's the biggest one. Yeah. <laughs> if you feel like, man, like I don't even want to get up and get out of bed no more and, no. and do any of this, you know what I'm saying? You you burn. Can I get you? Can I reframe that uh that idea instead of calling it symptoms? This is from the sermon today too. This this sermon was mm. good, I'm telling you. He called them he was talking about, he wasn't talking about burning, he was talking about something else, but he called it indicator lights, like in your car. Mm. You know what I mean? Because you think about it, uh, indicator light come on and say you got to check your engine. Mm-hmm. That, that means there's been something wrong with your engine for about six months. Right. <laughs> so that's not, it's just not coming on. Let yeah. you know that, hey, it's getting, it's getting out of hand. You might want to check this out, partner. So I'll say we're going to frame these as indicator lights instead of indicators. Symptoms. Yeah. So I like that. Um, well, yeah, indicator number one, loss of motivation. Uh, number two, self-doubt and major. You spoke earlier about that. You were, you had you said that you were like you started thinking like, man, like, can I even do this? Um, self-doubt. 
indicator number three is, you know what I'm saying, when you just start to have like a like a negative outlook on on everything because that, you know what I'm saying, I, I feel like because whatever you're, you know what I'm saying, burning yourself out with is not going in your favor, then you just start to look at everything as if you're just this big failure in life and um, you're stuck. You know what I'm saying? I felt that and it's, it's, it's a bad feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that come with a lot. Um, um, you'll feel defeated. That's indicator number four. Stress, of course. That's indicator number five. Um, this one here is um, one that I, number six is one that I was doing for a while until I had to realize and catch myself being angry and irritable. <laughs> I was going to work, bro, like, and I was, I was talking to Andrew about it sometimes, but I would, I would be at work getting pissed off and like showing it. And you, you know, I'm not, I'm not that type of person. Like I'm, I'm not about to just be uh, super angry about something. I, I, I rarely um, step out of character, but like I'm at work and I'm getting pissed. Like one of my, somebody on my team, um, he spoke over me and I was like, I was like, can I talk? Can I talk? Can I talk? Can I talk in a meeting in front of everybody? Like <laughs> I went, I went off like in a meeting. Um, and that's, that's cause of burnout. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? When you let, you know what I'm saying? Just stuff get, get, get the, to you, you know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna always be there mentally, <laughs> mentally to like catch yourself before you explode. So if you yeah. if you just if you just like step out of character um, when you normally don't, you probably burned out. Yeah, for sure. Um, then the last one, uh, you feel you'll feel like tired and fatigued. It's physically, it it will physically make you feel tired. You're not getting enough sleep. You know what right. I mean? I, I think for sure. It's uh, what's crazy as you were speaking. I was just thinking about all those things are symptoms, are signs of also. This is kind of a a different subtopic, but signs of a spiritual attack. You know, mm -hmm. whenever you're dealing with all those things, you're going through this feeling of defeat. You're going through this feeling of of just angriness and irritableness, and you're going through all these things, and you're just feeling lost. I think is the, the best way to sum it all up. You are under spiritual attack. And I think that because um, order and calmness and, and peace is, is the gift that we receive from God. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think that when you get into the position and you're dealing with all of these, these symptoms or these indicators that the world presents you because of all the problems you're dealing with, it is an attack from him from the enemy to make you feel like it's impossible what you're trying to do this task is impossible and i'm going to plant this idea in your head that your ideas your imagination your dreams are too big they're too hard they're too far-fetched for you to accomplish they're too you you're thinking that you're thinking way too hard you're thinking way far past your capabilities you know what i mean when god has already given you the vision to see this but you have to implement the steps in your life so that you can accomplish it within reason and within his time frame, not within yours. You can't sit down two days before a law school final trying to study the whole test. That ain't how this <laughs> work, player. How this work? You got to do your part, right? <laughs> and if that means you can't go to the club one Friday night because you got to be at home studying, or four Friday nights, that's what that means. You yeah. know what I mean? And so, I think. That in, and I always notice for me, I don't know about you, because I know um, everybody's different, but for me, whenever I go through those moments, I lose contact with God. And that's kind of how I know too, it's, it's, a, it's a spiritual, and it's not that I'm not watching church. It's not that I'm not participating in religious activities, but our, our ticket into heaven is about our relationship with him and his son. Mm -hmm. And so whenever I'm going through those time periods, I always find that I am in this space. And I think I told you this when we talked last week that I just felt disconnected. You know what I mean? Or maybe two or three weeks ago. And so, and that is, uh, that is indicator for me. So I'll put that on the list as number eight. 
That's the indicator for me. Whenever I feel like it's hard for me to, to read the Bible, I wake up every morning. That's the first thing I do when I wake up. With my eyes open, I lay in the bed for a few minutes, grab my phone and open the Bible. And whenever I feel stressed or pushed out or, or thrown away, that's the first, that it seems to be the first thing that is hard for me to do. It becomes a task, a chore to do that instead of a second nature. And so... I know whenever I realize that that's a sign, indicator, hey, it's time to let's take a song, let's take a moment, let's breathe, let's think through this, and let's adjust. Right. So, yeah, but I think those yeah. are solid indicators for sure. Um, and I think too, I'll add um, just changes in personality in, gen in general, you know what I mean? Uh, not only angerness or irritableness, but it may be sadness. It may be, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because you're, you're, and I think the true test and the true determination of your character, your, your state in that, in that period of life is how you act when you're by yourself. Because you can go to work and smile and be happy and fake and phony all day. You can be talking to folks in the grocery store and, and friends with your gym partner and, and laughing and kikiing all day. But when you get home, if you're crying in your bed or you stressed out and just don't want to talk to nobody, you're not connecting, you're not doing things that make yourself happy. That's a sign that something is off on the inside. And yeah. you have to figure out what's going on. So for sure. Those are my sure. bonus indicators. Round us on up to 10. <laughs> that's, that's good. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't have a 10, <laughs> to be honest. I mean, yeah. shit. When, when it's, hey, if you, if, if your world, if you feel like your world falling apart, you know what I'm saying? Just to um, kind of combine all of those into one and make it a 10th. The 10th is, is just everything, I guess. You know what I'm saying? If, if it's just not feeling right, you know what I'm saying? And you may not really just know, um, if any of those other things are going on, then that's still an indicator to like really just sit back and and figure out, you know what I'm saying? Why am I feeling this way? Because um, it might not be work. It might not be, um, you know what I'm saying, school. It may not be that, like those type of th types of things that's burning you out. It could be something small that you're doing uh, daily that's contributing to that. So, yeah. Um, I want to end this off with, with tips, of course, um, I have three. And honestly, like throughout this this episode, we've we've mentioned them. Um, so the first one would be to to do a self assessment. You know what I'm saying? Self assess, prioritize, like see self assess. So basically, what you want to do is really just sit down and figure out your priorities. Like what, what is it that I need to do? Um, what is it, what is I, what is it that I want to do? You know what I'm saying? And really just put, you know what I'm saying? Everything in order, like write everything out. Like major said earlier, he got a planner and he started to write everything out and, um, you know, schedule his time and whatnot. The second one would be to make time for those priorities and rest so you schedule out your priorities, um, you know what I'm saying, like make time slots for those, and then you throw some rest in somewhere in there because you can't, you can't work um, seven days straight. And even, Jesus, even, even Jesus and God rested on Sunday. Exactly. <laughs> the Sabbath. The Sabbath is the Sabbath <laughs> reason. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, you, you really just figure out, you know what I'm saying, what it is that you need to get done. And then you, you start to, you start to plan, um, plan and plan for those things, those priorities and plan rest around those. Hell, if you, you, you can even plan your rest first, you could plan, you can plan the priorities around rest. If you really want to be, you know what I'm saying, efficient. I'll, um, before you move to the last one, I'll just yeah. say, and rest is not eight hours of sleep at night. That is the minimum. <laughs> you need to be sleeping regardless. Quality right. sleep is a minimum. Because right. people would discount that. 
and really think that getting sleep is rested. No, we have to sleep. Me. <laughs> we have to sleep. I'm you people. gotta sleep every night. You know what I mean? And I think that that's something I really school has taught me because I would okay, I can I can I can work from five, I will go from five a.m. to twelve a.m. And I'm sleeping between 12 a.m. and 5, thinking up that thinking I can jump up and do it all over again for six more times. No, you got to go to bed. <laughs> you have to go to bed every night and get quality sleep and, and really just value that because that's the minimum. Your brain needs time to sleep and your body. Right. Needs to. So, right. so, yeah, you have to you have to be able to um, spend some time to decompress because the more you're able to do that. Um, the, the more better, energy, the better quality work you could put out. Absolutely. It's like even with working out, you can't build no muscle if you ain't getting no sleep. <laughs> hey, muscle <laughs> building. Your body ain't retired. Your body ain't resting enough. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Rest is the biggest is the biggest thing for for muscle building. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the last one. Um, the set boundaries and don't break them. You know what I'm saying? So. That's we hard. went exactly. We we went through self-assessing, you know what I'm saying, like figuring out all your priorities, wants and needs. And then we went through planning them and planning rest around them. Now you need to set boundaries, have boundaries in place to actually implement that plan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If I say I'm gonna rest on Sunday, I have to rest on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? I need to rest and not, you know what I'm saying, feel um guilty for resting you know what i'm saying like you you have to you have to set boundaries in order to um accomplish greatness and that's that's with, with anything you do um yeah yeah i think that's important too going back off what you were saying uh it's important to be present in the moments that you're at be present where your feet are that's how I, someone said it at a law school event that i was speaking at one time and they was talking about how hard it is managing uh, life while being a lawyer and you have to be present where your feet are because it, what she what she means by that was that <clears throat> excuse me you know bless you excuse me again thank you um if if it's a typical day and her child has a basketball game but she had a court hearing that she had to be at from you know 9 a.m to 10 9 a.m to like 5 p.m or something her child had a game at seven you know, her daughter had a ballet recital at six. You know what I mean? Maybe she only made one of those. She can only be present where her feet are. She can't be at both of those things. Right. And that's the same thing with, with life. And it's applicable to anything. If you are resting, you, if that's where your feet are, if you're in the bed, why are you worried about what assignments you could have got done earlier? <laughs> what trades you could have made? Yeah. Or what, what you know that's that's not where you're at right now you have you have physically removed yourself from the environment that you placed that you typically are in to be productive in that space so you shouldn't be concerning yourself with the consequences or the anything related to that that's not where you're at in that time period you have to be present there and enjoy that moment enjoy that rest because you'll look back on it and regret it you know what I mean? If you didn't, you'll look back and be like, man, I wish I would have just took that break then. Because imagine how much more work I could have got done had I just rested when I needed to and not rested because I was forced into. Because your body will sit you down if you don't. If you don't do it yourself, your body yeah. will say, hey, this is too much. You wind up in the hospital or just be in the bed for, for 24 to 48 hours sleep. Because <laughs> your body like, hey, I just need some, I need to rest. If you force me to this point to force us to stop all this stuff, we finna lay down for a little bit. So that yeah, actually happened to me. Um, yeah. It was a little while back. I want to say probably yeah. like a month, a month and a half ago, maybe. Um, you remember me telling you that I um, strained my hamstring mm-hmm. again. I'm actually still recovering from that. But before that, I was just like, I wasn't, I wasn't resting enough. Like. I feel like I was resting, you know what I'm saying? Like average rest a day, mm-hmm. a day or two off, you know what I'm saying? But the type of training that I was doing, like I was, I was going real heavy. I wasn't doing the stretching outside of the gym. Um, I was doing just other stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the shoe stuff and just, just everything else, but you know what I'm saying? Getting the proper rest, um, stretching. 
I really, I really wish um, that I had like a personal uh, like trainer, like how we had in college that'll make me stretch and, and foam roll and stuff like that. But I didn't have that, you know what I'm saying? So I was basically burned out to the point where I went to the gym and hurt myself and yeah, physically paid the physically price. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then it wasn't until, you know what I'm saying? Then I was literally like, bro, like it's crazy that I have to hurt myself to realize Take that I break. need <laughs> to realize that I need some rest and it should, it should never get to that point. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't, something drastic shouldn't happen. To me, that's drastic. Ain't that what burnout is? It's a it drastic is. reaction right? to your inability to rest. It is. You know what I mean? So I think that that is, that is that's how life has to get us sometimes because we, yeah. we get in our own way. Our nature is to, to not listen, to rebel. You know what right. I mean? And to, I can do it. I got it. I can keep on going. Like superhero complex, like you said, I got it. I keep on carrying it on. I'll be I'll, I'll sleep later you know what I mean and especially <laughs> in this country we live in work now sleep later I can you hear that phrase all the time I sleep um, when I'm dead sleep when I'm dead hell no nah. I'm asleep no. I'm alive <laughs> hey and then when I'm dead I'm, asleep. To I'm asleep forever you know yeah. what I mean so I'm gonna get my rest y'all got it if 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 Steve Harvey say rich people don't sleep eight hours I guess I'll never be rich because I'm gonna sleep eight hours every night so <laughs> I think that's a fad yeah, it is. I heard somewhere that um, this I, I forget who the person was, but you know, what I'm saying dude's a billionaire and he sleeps nine and yeah. ten sometimes. You know what I'm saying? So these these people are not getting up. Uh, um, the crack of four hours every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not getting up from from a night of four hours, um, four hours of sleep, and making these big decisions. Like people are people are putting, you know, what I'm saying like what effort into their rest. You feel and me? Intention behind it. You know what I mean? Exactly. I saw the other day Bill Gates goes on a two-week sabbatical from like everything. He doesn't have his phone. He locks himself in a cabin for two weeks just to rest and read and reconnect with himself and think of new ideas. You know what I mean? Like people are putting a lot of thought behind their rest because the world yeah. is exhausting. The world is exhausting and and yeah, it's a lot. And so um, I think you hit all the important things with the tips. I won't have anything to add. My, my biggest thing was just to assess it, the time, assessment, self-assessment. I think another thing with, with the burnout, I'll just say, like I said, during my um, other answer is just to implement self-care along the way. You know what I mean? That's what something Nidra said in that book. And I think it's so important. That is the best tip I have. If you feel yourself getting ready to burn out, I, I, the one time I feel like I caught it, was when me and Zay went to Albuquerque. Um, that was right on time because I felt myself getting so overwhelmed and I felt mm-hmm. myself just was in, I was in a space where like, it literally just the change of scenery. I, I still did work while I was out of town. I got up in the morning, I typed out my whole, I had a, an assignment due for my legal writing class. I finished it there. And I feel like I wouldn't have put out the same level of work at home had I just stayed there mulling over it for hours and hours and hours you know what i mean so implement self-care even if it's just small doses you know what i mean i know women get a lot of pleasure out of doing things like for themselves in a, like a, a cosmetic way like getting their nails done getting their hands done stuff like that makes them you know, makes them feel good fellas may be something like going to the gym you know what i mean or just taking a day or even for people in general just sitting in the park for a day Right. Just not doing nothing. That's something that always just grounds me sitting outside and just being present with nature. So yeah, man, that's that's my tip to wrap things up. Just implement self-care along the way. Don't try to yeah. remedy burnout with self-care at the end. Implement it into interweave it into your life and it'll make the process much easier along the way. Yeah. Just rest. Just rest. Because honestly, um, this is, the, this is the last thing I got to say, and then we can wrap it up. The things that, we, that we're burning ourselves out with um, are meaningless. You never hear anybody talking about how burned out they are um, from resting. You never, hear anybody, <laughs> you never hear anybody talk about how burnt out they are from spending time with their family. You know what I'm saying? Nurturing important relationships and things of that nature. Those things, those things matter. So the way that we... 
um, separate or um, um, prevent burnout is by focusing on what matters. And that's that, like those things, the love, you know, life, stuff like that. Find you a, find you a, a tenderoni. I'm lame for saying that, but um, something, you know what I'm saying? Your, your mom, your, your, your cousins, you know what I'm saying? Just spend time with friends, um, implement some rest and some, some fun and, you know, yeah, just do it. I agree. But yeah. Uh, we appreciate y'all. What you about to say, man? It's been fire. It's been a really good episode. It turned out a lot better than I thought it was going to. I think right. it's been good. Um, yeah, like Joe was saying, appreciate y'all for tapping in, man. Yeah, make sure y'all follow us on all social media platforms. We don't have a Twitter yet, but we do. We are on Instagram. Um, everything is the Central Roundtable or the Central Roundtable podcast. Um, and yeah, we'll see y'all on the next one. Yes, sir.